All right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Keto 911 Podcast. This is your host, Daniel, your Keto EMT. Glad to be back with you guys one more time to share this fun journey with Keto. And I'm so happy to finally have another guest here. You probably all have heard and seen him on Clubhouse. He's the new IG Instagram Keto Sensation. I have with me today none other than Triple J, the Keto Dog, Mr. Jonathan Jerome Johnson, bro. How are you? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for taking the time out to join me today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm glad to be here that you asked me to be on your podcast and just having a great day so far. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for taking the time. And I know it's hot. I know we're trying to fight, keep, fight and keep safe from COVID and everything like that. So, man, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. So a little bit about if you haven't got a chance to actually follow this awesome person that I have here. Um, he's taking this keto journey by storm. If you check out his his Instagram page, man, it's full, 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 full of motivation to see his story, to see, you know, his weight loss journey and his healthy lifestyle journey that he's gone through. Man, I hear him get uh, hear him every now and then on Clubhouse when I actually get a chance to get on there and listen, man. And just to finally have you here and you follow me. And I really don't get a chance to follow to see how whoever follows me, but you have been very, very vocal in following me. So it's it's, it's an honor to have you here. Can you tell us um, how were you first introduced to keto? Well, uh, I was introduced uh, to keto. I guess. Well, I, I guess I'll say 2019-20. I was kind of. Uh, my one of my friends that uh that I knew she was uh she started keto she uh, had a second baby I had did her um, baby shower actually I um I used to do photography real heavy mm-hmm. for years and so I was doing her baby shower as a photographer and um I uh, I believe uh she was very big at the time when she gained you know a lot of weight baby weight you know how it goes yes sir and so. Uh, she started doing this thing called keto, and it's she was shredding off the weight. It was coming off of her. Okay. It was coming okay. off of her. It was crazy. And so when I seen that, I said, wow. I said, she's doing something. It's, it's whatever she's doing is working. So I kind of looked into talking to her about it. Uh-huh. Um, and she supported me over the years by doing a lot of photography over the years. I've done... Uh, I want to say uh, family pictures and all kinds of different stuff for Easter and all kinds of stuff. So when I looked at what she was doing, I said, well, I, you know, I'll check it out. And I'll sew back into her cause she had a book and everything. Right. right. So okay. I bought the book and I got to looking through it and stuff. And I said, Oh man, I don't know about this. Cause you know, I didn't have my mashed <laughs> potatoes in there, my Mac and cheese, uh-huh, man, uh-huh. See, no Oreos in there, no ice cream, none of that stuff. I was like, man, what kind of book, so I was just kind of looking at it and I was like, yeah. well, I said, well, you know, and, and I was kind of on a fence about it. Mm-hmm. But then I went to my uh, diabetic doctor for a checkup and I was telling him, hey, I'm thinking about starting keto. Mm-hmm. And they were like, no, it's not a sustainable diet. It's horrible for diabetics. You have high blood pressure and heart attack and everything like that. And so I was like, whoa, you know, so it scared me because that's a doctor telling me this, right? Yeah. 
So I went ahead and I just was like, ah, forget it. And I ran ran away from it. A year later, which would be January, and I'm it was January of this year. Mm -hmm. I kind of was laying in my bed one Saturday morning. Matter of fact, it was January the 30th of this year, laying in my bed. And I woke up and I was feeling so horrible because uh, I I have had type 2 diabetes yeah. since 2010. So about 2009, 2010. And when I first got diagnosed, I kind of ignored it. And just was like, nah, that's not me. I was just really shocked that I had yeah. diabetes, you know. And I was yeah. like, no, I don't accept it, you know. So I kind of went years and years of still eating what I wanted, mm -hmm. not taking my medicine, not taking my checking my blood sugar regularly, um, and just decided that I wasn't gonna do the things that you know I didn't you know I was in denial and I didn't want to accept that I had diabetes and that I needed to do what was right with it. You know, I'll try stuff here and there, but I was never serious. My mind wasn't really all the way there. So, but this particular time in January, I was just kind of fed up and tired. I was hurting so bad. Yeah. And I'll never forget that God spoke to me that, that uh, morning. And he said, uh, how much longer are you going to lay and kill yourself? So mm. I got up and I prayed and I said, God, I said, listen, I don't have any self-control, no discipline, no willpower, nothing. Mm. I said, but if you help me, I believe I can do this. Okay. So okay. I, I asked him to help me and that I would try. I told him I would try if he helped me. So uh, that day, uh, you know, uh, Marquita Bradford is her name. Uh, her name just kind of kept ringing in my head. Mm -hmm. And I said, I need to call her. And so what I did was I called her. Well, I actually... Uh, Facebook Messenger, because I know she was a busy lady. She stays busy. She's got two kids and, you know, um, a husband. And she runs a keto business with a lot of clients. So I said, I know she's busy. So I just texted her. And I said, um, uh, you know, I talk, I reached out to her. I said, look, I'm kind of ready to start now. I've done so much, you know what I'm saying, wrong. Yeah. yeah and I really, yeah, I'm ready to kind of give this thing a try. Yeah. And, and so what she did was uh, I was expecting her to kind of, mm -hmm. because I ran from her for a year, if you remember what I said earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was expecting her to kind of be like, nah, that that's all right. I ain't going to fool with you or whatever. But she didn't do that. She said, okay, no problem. When do you want to start? Yeah. And so <laughs> I said, uh, this was Saturday. And I was like, well, I'll start Monday. And she said, no, we're going to start today. And I yeah. said, today, she said, yeah, get out the bed now. Get out the bed, get dressed, Let's and we're going it. to the store. And so, and what that meant was she was going to be with me on the phone, texting and sending me stuff. Let's get to the store. So as I got up, um, I went and uh, I went to the store and uh, I went down to Aldi's. And I really ain't never really been in there a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Not with the way I eat. So yeah. I went in there and I started to get, she sent me a recipe while I was on. And I'll never forget the first thing that I learned how to make was uh, taco soup, keto taco soup. Yeah. She sent me that recipe. I went down there and I got all the ingredients. 
And then I came back home and I started to, to make it, you know? Oh, yeah. And the funny thing was it tasted so good. Yeah. Well, it smelled <laughs> so good first. It smelled so good yeah. first. It smelled yeah. great. And I was like, wow, this smells good. So I tasted it. It tasted great. And I said, uh, is, is this keto? She was like, yeah. And I said, man, if everything tastes like this, I'm in. That's the funniest thing, bro. Like, ever since I started it, and people would, I would bring, sometimes I would bring some of my meals with me to work. And people were like, man, that smells good. Like, what is that? I said, cauliflower, you know, some pork tops, some, some steamed vegetables. I'm like, that's keto? I'm like, yeah. Like, it smells that good? I said, it tastes even better. Like, I handed over a couple of pieces, and I was like, they were like, oh, man, I, can you show me how to do this? Can we meal prep? I said, no, it's easy. Right. The, hard, right, right. the h- hardest thing to do is, is to get started, but it's easy. I'm, and I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 you're good. Up. No, you, you chime in whenever. It's fine. You know, we we, we having fun. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and yeah. And enjoying, you know, going back and forth. After the same day now, Mm-hmm. You know, she was like, hey, I need you to uh, get this app. Um, yeah. It's called Clubhouse. And I was like, man, I already got enough apps. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. on my, she was like, no, nah, you need this app. You got to get it. And so yeah. I got the app, downloaded mm-hmm. it, and she said, find this group called Keto for the Soul. And so oh, yeah. I went out and I found Keto for the Soul. And, you know, and that was her last Clubhouse invite, too, at the time. You know, uh, Android and all that hadn't gotten there yet with everything. Yeah. They hadn't gotten them on yet. And they were limited, you know, on the uh, Apple. You know what I'm right, saying? They, right, were, right. they were limited. They were just getting started with everything. So mm-hmm. here I am, you know, in a, in a almost like a pop. Almost, you know, same yeah. difference for real. And I'm sitting back in the audience listening and meeting so many different people that were the same journey I was. And maybe they had been on it way longer or just started or whatever. And it was inspiring to hear so many great people that was doing this lifestyle. And I was very scared and standoffish at first. I really didn't say a lot. You know, I think I came up into one room it was uh chef michael chef michael keto foodies unite mm-hmm. he had it that monday morning and i was in there and just kind of listening and i was like wow you know and so eventually i got enough enough courage to start kind of you know participating and coming up to the stage and asking questions i was asking questions a lot when i first started because number one i was still kind of scared just a little bit of it because of my yeah. doctor and what they said, but I was taking a leap of faith to see what could happen because I had Google stuff and they were talking about how uh, keto helps diabetes and yeah. and mm-hmm. insulin resistance and all of that. And I was like, Hmm, well, why are the doctor telling me it's not safe? And so uh, I kept listening. I kept going. And so my first week of keto, I just decided all of a sudden, hey, I'm going to check my blood sugars because I don't want nothing bad to happen to me. So by my third or fourth day, yeah, by my third or fourth day, my blood sugar that used to be in the three and 400 range Whoa, okay. ended up being like 
150. Oh, wow. In my first week of keto. So I said, you know what? Something's here. I need to stay right here for a minute. I stayed and kept doing it. I kept checking my blood sugar every morning. Yeah. Lunchtime, uh, dinner time. I was checking my blood sugar religiously. And I kept seeing it drop. And I said, well, I'm just going to stay right here. Um, at that time in January, um, it was going rolling into February, like that first week of February or so, maybe just second second week. Mm-hmm. My blood sugar was still straight, you know? So I said, you know what? I'm going to stop this medicine. And I was on like four pills at the time for my diabetes. And the reason why I stopped, and I don't advise anyone to do this disclaimer, you know, everyone follow your doctor's orders, but yeah, I've got a... I got like crazy faith if you want to say that. Okay. It's almost like, it's almost like I was like, I was doing more trusting in God than trusting in anything else. So I said, you know what? Me and you had this talk in January and I believe you can heal my body is what I told him. So I'm going to not take this medicine and just try you is what I said. Mm -hmm. So I stopped taking my medicine in February. Okay. So we fast forward to April. And when I got in there in April to do my doctor's checkup, man, my A1C went from a 12 to a 6.6. Whoa. Okay. That's a huge change. Yeah. That is huge. Whoa. Yeah. That's all. See? Okay. And, and I can see exactly what you're saying when you said that you were very, very hesitant when you started off because you, you did the you did the right thing. And that's the one thing that I encourage everybody to do before you make any lifestyle change, you know, especially with uh, with a uh, with your diet and especially with what you're putting in your body. I always check with the healthcare professional first. I always tell tell everybody that because you don't want to you don't want to damage yourself in the processes of trying to trying to make your body healthier. So kudos to you for want to doing that. Um, going to your uh, your your primary care for that, but just like it is, it's sad that a lot of the times they put their personal things into it, and I'm not, and that and that may not be the case in your case, um, to where they discouraged you from something instead of saying, well, you know, maybe I really don't know much about it. Let me research it for you, so that way they can give you the best information possible. But you know, your faith and your friends. Man, I'm happy that I'm happy that she was more than willing to help you get 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 started in the right direction. You already are starting to see the health benefits from it. So yeah, yeah. Because did you go through the keto flu? <laughs> no, because when I started, I was uh-huh. doing a lot of pickle juice, a lot of pickles with my meals. I was doing wow, okay. Uh, I was eating a lot of salt. Sometimes I just take salt <laughs> in the morning, mm-hmm. just lick it off my hand or whatever. I was okay. doing a lot of that. Um, so I was getting my electrolytes in. That was a definite. I was eating a gotcha. lot of uh, spinach at the time, you know, and different things. And mm-hmm. um, I really didn't experience the keto flu. Okay. You know. Um, and then so, my coach got me to start taking an electrolyte supplement, too, just to be on the safe side. So when I started that, mm-hmm. I really didn't have to go through the keto flu. Okay. Which electrolyte supplement did, he ha- did they have you take? Man, I can't remember. I have to let me see on here. Let me look at my phone. You got me now. I gotta go. <laughs> Cause the only reason why because um I know uh 
the supplement that I use is uh, Ultimo. It's like a little, the little white cylinder deal. It's where I put like a scoop of it into my, like a bottle of water or anything like that. And it gave me the ele- electrolytes, magnesium and all that. And it's keto friendly because they don't use any sweeters. They use uh, stevia leaf as the flavor sweetener into it. And it comes in like seven different flavors. And man, that, that, that right there is my go-to. I haven't had it in a while, which I definitely need to go ahead and get. But I have, uh, I usually drink alkaline water, um, along with having that uh, the Ultimo uh, electrolyte powder that I put in into there on the regular. But goodness, I haven't tried the pickle juice. I need to I, I need to definitely do that to see if that um, to definitely see if I can go ahead and get the health benefits benefits of that because I know it's a lot cheaper to get pickle juice than it is to get Ultimo. As good as it as good as it is. Boy, one of those cylinders is about $20, $25 at, at any uh, uh, health food store. I think mine was called, uh, it's a keto, it's called, the brand is keto. And uh, it's a uh, high, it's a uh, electrolyte supplement is what it is. Uh, mm-hmm. And it has that magnesium and yeah, uh, all of that in there. So I was taking that. Also, so I was feeling real good about that. So I, I, I guess that between that and salt and pickle juice, I think I was good. Okay, good. Okay. So what is a daily, what, what, what consists of a daily meal from you? Do you still do the breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Are you down to two meals a day? Have you put in intermittent fasting with it? Well, funny thing, you know, uh, if you back up, in February, I started incorporating, this might be why my blood sugar, I mean, well, my A1C dropped so good and 40 pounds at the time. And uh, mm. so what happened was I was in ketosis eating like this and didn't know it. Mm, okay. And I think I stayed in like real heavy and did not know it because I was doing intermittent fasting as well. So I was doing, I have a cutoff time of eating at six at in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't eat again till 12 the next day. And I was oh, wow. doing that like, I was doing that a lot. And I'm not a stranger to fasting because at church, you know, we do these spiritual fasts mm-hmm. and we do those without anything and water. So it's a dry oh, fast. So when I got here and they were telling about fast and I can have water, I said, this fast going to be easy <laughs> <laughs> because, because I was already doing dry fast, nothing, you know what I'm saying? Oh, so. Wow. Me drinking water and I think what black coffee I think you can have and, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and different things like that. So I was like, okay, well, I can, I can handle this. And so I started fasting Mm -hmm. and I was dropping weight and I had to, people had to tell me to like, go look in the mirror because I really wasn't paying attention. Had to change clothes and go down sizes and clothes and everything. Nice. Um, So it was, it was, it was pretty cool. Um, um, basically I might eat about two meals a day. Okay. Okay. Um, sometimes I have three, but most time I have two meals a day. Sometimes I'll just get up in the morning and not even eat, you know, don't even be hungry, but it just depends on how I'm feeling. But most of the time, two meals a day. And then, uh, I will tell you this. I have fell off when I had my little victory at the doctor and my birthday had rolled around the same time. 
So I was like, let me eat off plan. <laughs> ate <laughs> off plan, and man, man, it was rough. I mean, yeah, trying to get back on. Hits you, yeah. It was rough trying to get back on track because I had uh, I, my relationship wasn't fixed just yet, and yeah. and that's a work in progress, you know, for everybody. And so, yes, I think uh, I had to go back to my coach because I was messed up. I was eating crazy and everything, and she said, "Well, don't worry about that. Let's uh, get back on the horse. Yeah. Me and you go do a carnivore reset, and we're gonna be okay." So we did a carnivore reset. I start doing that, and um, I actually kind of liked carnivore because I'm not a big vegetable person anyway. So uh -huh. carnivore was really up my alley. So, so what does that I, consist of? Carnivore is basically meat. You okay, know, so um, it's, it's like in keto family, but it's carnivore. So you're not eating a lot of, you're not eating a lot of the. Vegetables greens and, and all that. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. more meat based. Okay. It's more meat based. Okay. So I did that for about three weeks. And that kind of got, um, you, got yeah. you right back in it. Yeah, back right. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So, and then I went back. I went back to. And so right now I kind of do keto carnivore here and there. I just kind of do both in and out. Okay. So. During the experiences, I uh, know you have the carnivore reset and everything. What have you come across doing the ketogenic process, the changing to the ketogenic lifestyle that just completely just was like, okay, uh -uh, this part of it I'm not going to do. These types of foods are just a no-go for me. And like what roadblocks have you hit while doing keto or if you've had any? Well, I'll give you a funny story. Everyone that knows me knows that I don't like eggs. <laughs> okay. They just, they just, they just know I don't. You can uh -huh. ask anybody that knows me. What's mm -hmm. the one thing Triple J don't like? He don't like eggs. <laughs> I've tolerated them. I tried my best. I've tolerated them, where if I can make it an egg white with some scrambled, scrambled with onions and peppers in it, and maybe some sausage in there and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And some cheese, I can tolerate it, but I still ain't a big fan of that. But the yolks, oh my god, they're awful to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so, no, i mean that's like, just being real i just can't no, stand them you know what i mean and so people look at me weird and i'd be like dude i haven't liked eggs ever since i was coming up i, I hated eggs you know man, so no, that's one thing that i kind of fight with people about uh-huh um but other than that eh, pretty much everything else is okay you know okay so now with me now now now, now the roadblocks if you were saying yeah uh, Really not more of a roadblock. Mm -hmm. It's just more like this lifestyle is you have to be prepared. You have yeah. to prep and prepare. And if you don't, you can fail. Times that I didn't prep my food and prepare my food, I'm hitting drive-through or hitting a vending machine and yeah. trying to give an excuse where, oh, it's okay. <laughs> you know, well, I think everyone's been there. But oh, yeah. um, I learned that if I just prep and prepare, I, I, I'm a lot more successful. Um, so. when I, when I go into the different rooms and hear people and they give me advice and encouragement, that, that helps me a lot. Without Clubhouse, I wouldn't be half as successful as I am now. I will say that because I had no yeah. one that was in my corner doing keto. No one except my keto coach. Yeah. Um, 
But other than that, I didn't have anybody, you know, so I had Clubhouse. And, and I could, what, oh, go ahead. And I, I was just about to uh, piggyback to what you was just saying. I, I know when I, when Clubhouse, 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 if I can talk correctly, came out, I was just kind of peeking in the first couple of things I was looking for were keto groups. I was like, okay, we're going we're gonna to see how this goes. And then Keto for the Soul came out and I was like, okay, I think I talked on it maybe the first probably couple weeks on there just to kind of give my spill of what I was on, on my experience. But man, I felt like, you know, before Clubhouse came out, I felt, you know, between talking to the low carb chef, uh, Pablo Munoz, his, his story is almost as similar as yours. He, he reversed his diabetes. Um, and, um, he fantastic guy. He's, he's up in Canada and, um, by listening to them, man, that's a whole community, a support system, uh, a tribe, if you will, of just support where, man, I pulled so much and I still do from them. I just, I just, I mainly just kick back and listen because I'm a student in this. If anything, I'm always going to be a student, especially in keto. It's where I've learned so much and the support and that you that you're saying that you have that you found there. It's truly there. So for anybody that's out there that's listening to this podcast, by all means, keto for the soul on Clubhouse. If you don't have that app, go ahead and download it and find that group. You will be amazed at the at the, at the wealth of knowledge that is there, and especially how much and how willing they are to share it with you and to help you and to encourage you and keep you uplifted during the process that you go through because you are going to hit pitfalls. I fell off more than once. I've talked about that in my episodes before too, to where man, it, it's good to find a community that you can that you can lean on, um, to jump into that. But with you with eggs, big bro, uh, I'm the same way with tomatoes. And uh, I'm like, if, if it was anything that was a vegetable outside of maybe cabbage or greens, I really didn't mess with it. But I found myself eating tomatoes more dicing them up not just putting them in sauce or anything but just eating tomatoes out of sandwiches and and brussels sprouts and uh even squash i make this nice little di- uh, uh i dice up my squash i, I use eggs I'm sorry bro i use eggs onions onion, onion powder chop up some yeah. sausage and everything in there yeah. i make i make a nice little thing to where it's like i can make it for breakfast or lunch or whatever and man it's it's a fantastic thing i just start i just start uh, mixing and matching stuff but but yeah, that was. Well, I'll say this: more power to you. I don't care how you <laughs> fix it up; it ain't happening. I'm just telling you now. And so the I most grossest thing, no, I can't and make the most quiche and nothing no. like that. <laughs> no, and the most grossest thing I've heard is people putting da- uh, a dang egg, you know. <laughs> and I did say dang, so y'all don't think I cussed on here because I didn't, but I said a dang egg <laughs> on top of a burger. Why would you ruin okay, yeah. such a spectacular yeah. piece of food by putting a awful egg on top of it? You're frying it up and laying it on top. See, see I, I have and to I'm agree with at, you on that one. I have to agree with you. I, I can't. There's no reason to put an egg on there. I'm like, if you're going to do that, you might as well just scramble it up and serve it with some bacon and anything else. But I'm well, like, don't put no egg on no burger. Well, there's no this no burger. There's this movement where everyone's trying to get me to actually try this, and I'm telling them this ain't happening. I want to <laughs> just to do it, but I'm like, dude. No. Yeah. <laughs> and I will All give right. you another one that I don't like. My bad. I got another one. 
Go ahead. And that's Brussels sprouts. Come on, Brussels sprouts? Yeah. Now, squash okay, so- and all that stuff, I'm doing that, and cabbage, uh-huh. and and even, you know, all, all of them are greens. I'm doing those, but... yeah. But Brussels sprouts, maybe I just ain't found the right recipe yet, maybe. But I okay, just how, ain't. How, how are you eating, though? Well, I, I just uh, I air fried them one time, and then I tried to uh-huh. uh, pan fry them. Uh-huh. And I just couldn't get it. I mean, it, I tried to taste it, and it just tasted awful to me. I'm sorry. That's okay, me. so and it's, it's all good. Hey, as long, I'm like this. As long as you get your leafy greens any other way, if Brussels sprouts ain't it, find something that supplements kale greens. Listen, listen, like listen, man. We, listen, man. Come on, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Listen. Now, <laughs> now, I'm over here doing spinach and collard greens uh-huh. and cabbage and all that. Oh, I'm you doing all right. Good. Broccoli, I'm okay. Green beans, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah you, you know, I'm just, I'm just telling y'all some things. I just be like, okay, maybe it's from the past because my mom used to cook Brussels sprouts when I was small. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. She used to boil them and stuff, and I thought that was the most disgusting thing to eat back then. Um, and I never changed. I'm just, it is what hey, it is. She'll, she'll tell it, you. It's just, but there's one thing that I have not, and that my wife she loves okra. I am not a fan. Like I'll eat it if it's the only thing that's there. But it's not on the top of the list. She'll see if she'll she'll eat them fried. But then she loves it when they're slimy. You know. Oh. The, yeah. This, yeah. Yeah. Every single time she was like. Oh wait, wait, and part. that's the okra, right? Yes, okra. Well, my bad. My bad. They're they're on the list too. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, so we got all right. With that, I'm one for three. <laughs> so, you one for three because that that is crazy. You're slimy number one because my mom does that. I don't know why. See, uh-uh. We're in the south, so they love doing it like that. And the fried yeah. okra, I can't get on board with the fried okra. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. like I said, I if it's the it. only thing that if it's the only thing that's there, yeah, I'll muscle through it. That ain't no problem. I'll muscle through it because I'm hungry. It's a healthy option. Okay, let's just go ahead and get this over with. And she's like, "You sure? Said, Come on." We, the more we talking, the more I'm not gonna do this. <laughs> yeah, and see, my my uh, I had issues with vegetables when I was coming up, you know, and. Mm-hmm. I remember, and I'll tell you this little quick funny story. It's not really funny. It's funny now. It wasn't then, but mm-hmm. my uncle, my granddaddy had a farm, you know, and so I went to visit him, me and my sister, and he made us dinner, and okay. uh, he had collard greens on the on, on the plate, and mm-hmm. I ate everything else but the collard greens, and I said, I'm for the, I ain't eating this, and yeah. so when my sister you better eat that. Granddaddy go get you. Mm-hmm. I ain't mm-hmm. eating it. And I went and raked it in the trash. Mm. And put my plate back on the table. He come in the door. He said, he looked at my plate. He said, I know you didn't eat these greens. Yeah. Because my sister hadn't even ate all of hers. So he went right to the trash can and looked. And they were in there. Boy, mm-hmm. he went outside and got about three switches and braided them together and oh, yeah. whooped me. Woo, he whooped me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't been there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. See, funny thing with that, it did that. And then not long after that, my aunt cooked collard mm-hmm. greens. And I didn't want to eat them. Same scenario, right? So mm-hmm. when she turned her back and left the room, left the kitchen, I took the greens and raked them behind the freezer. <laughs> not behind the freezer. They had one of those chest freezers, you know what I'm saying? They yeah. open up, you know, uh-huh. like a lid. Oh, dude, yeah. I raked it behind there. My aunt knew it. She looked for them greens. She knew I didn't eat them. She looked everywhere. She looked behind that freezer. Oh, mm-hmm. boy, she took her belt. She wore me out. So oh, funny. So I don't know if it was the whoopings 
mm-hmm. or what, but now I love collard greens. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's crazy, but I do. Yeah. I love collard greens. So maybe that was a traumatic experience, but I don't think that just, you trying to whoop me about eggs is going to work. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Yeah. It ain't happening. <laughs> so don't, that ain't going to work. Don't you bring know. my boy no eggs, y'all. Don't, I'm serious. Everybody who's listening, don't bring, don't bring my boy no eggs. Please and don't, don't do it as a practical joke because I'm going to just really look at you and be like, do you not know who I am? Didn't I tell y'all <laughs> that, you know, now I'll tell you this back in the day and I still every now and then I can tolerate it. I'll boil them and mm-hmm. only eat the whites. Okay. okay. I, I can do that, but it's not enjoyable. and I'm mad and fussing the whole time, but I can tolerate it then. But whenever I eat the yolk part, it kind of just does something to my system. Gotcha. So I got you. Yeah. So okay. it's, it's crazy. So what is your overall goal? You know, is it just, you know, losing the weight? Is there a certain weight that you target weight that you're trying to get to? Or is it just overall wellness and reversing the diabetes? Okay. So let's, let's go here because I haven't talked to you in a while. Um, I'll say this. I don't have a weight goal. I never had. I always started to just try to see about maybe helping my diabetes. That was my only thing that I was looking at. Um, but here's a funny thing that actually happened in July. I went back to the doctor that put me July 30th. Actually, that actually put me six months from the time I started keto. So I went in there and got my A1C done again. Mm -hmm. And they said, Hey, do you know what your A1C is? And they said, it's a 5.5. And I said, okay, well, what does that mean? And they said, well, we're just going to tell you, you, are no longer in the diabetic range anymore or even a pre. Awesome. Uh, You've basically, your diabetes is in remission. Yes, sir. Awesome. And I I was like, really? And they was like, yeah. So I was like, whoa, okay. I said, wow. I was kind of like, felt like I was in the matrix because I couldn't believe it because six months from starting keto, six months, and all I did try to eat right was that a perfect eating pattern the whole time no i did come off plan here and there but it was a consistent as far as i did more right than wrong which means i did about 85 percent good and 15 percent bad so i was like six months you know so i was excited i was like wow this is just awesome i was like wow i cannot believe this so and this is without medicine, too. So I told them because they started asking me about my medicine. And I told them, I said, well, I stopped taking my medicine in February. They said, really? I said, yeah. And the one doctor was like, well, this is a natural A1C then? I said, yeah, just by eating. And I told them, I said, well, I feel like the medicine was to help me bring my blood. I was already doing that with the eating. So why take the medicine? So I told them, I just decided to stop taking it. I'd made that conscious decision. And so yeah um they were fine with it you know so they gained they gained i gained their respect you know what i'm saying by this whole process because the turnaround over the years my a1c has been 10 12 14 and above where it was unreadable and it went on like that for years years of my blood sugar running 300 400 500 Cause when I would get the feeling really bad, I would check my blood sugar and it'd Mm -hmm. be sky high. And so 
the keto has really reversed those numbers and I'm just so thankful for it. So what goal do I have now? I don't have a weight goal, although I do want to take off some more weight because now I'm working on blood pressure and working mm. on cholesterol. And so the more weight I lose, the better I can kind of, you know, improve those things. Right, right. So I'm looking at doing the I'm looking at weight loss for that aspect, but not a number. I don't have a weight number. I just have a health goal, not a weight goal. That's what I awesome. have right now. Awesome. Okay, that's amazing. Like man, man, congratulations on that. That is amazing. I'm happy that you I'm happy that you you've improved your health. And man, that's fantastic to get pre-diabetic stages. Man, Man, look, I've been trying to, you know, I have, I have most of my family, as, as you can say, in, in our community as, as black people, we, we know if it's not, if it's not us, we know we can, we can count five people on each hand on who has diabetes. And I've been trying to help out my family members, like my, my sisters who are also in that realm to do the same thing. And I told them, I said, look, even if you're not just trying to lose the weight, just to lose the weight, I just want you guys to be healthy. I just want you guys to be able to come off a lot of that medication, the insulin, and all that other. I, that's that's what I really, 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 really want for them. And I'm like, well, how can we do this? How can we do this? And I'm like, I've done it. A lot of it is just. And just like you said, it's not. We haven't been perfect. I definitely haven't been perfect with it. I'm just recapping what you're saying. You did more of the good than the bad. You didn't let you, if you fell off, you did exactly what you needed to do to hop back on it. But I'm, yeah, man, kudos, man, man. And I, and I think, it. and I think that, and this is what my new mission is. Uh, my mission is just to spread the story about keto and how it really works for people. And now I'm, I want to do things that I said I didn't want to do at first. Right. Uh, I want to start coaching, you know, Okay. and I want to help, um, especially men and help men with diabetes. You know, I'm going to help women too, but I really am focused on the men and men with diabetes. Cause it feels like men aren't as doesn't, they don't take a look at their health as seriously to me as women do. Yeah, you know? I agree. If you I look agree. at the keto community out there on Clubhouse, for instance, it is saturated with women. Yeah, it is. And I hate and I hate to say it like that, but if you look at it, that's what's going on. It's more women. So either, you know, and men, you know, I want them to know, especially those that are diabetic, that if you just look at trying to do something about your health, and if you if you just try, you know you can you can do some outstanding things with just eating right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Just eating right. You yeah. don't you don't have to be gun ho about exercise right off the bat. I'm telling you, if you can just start eating right, even start walking if you don't want to do that. If you start walking, I, I do a little, a little walking. And so if you can do that and. You know, I'm because I'm concerned that the men presence isn't there when it comes to keto because either they're scared, they don't think it works, especially diabetic men. But I want to go everywhere and tell everybody about how this lifestyle 
changed my life and how it helped me be resurrected from the dead. You know what I'm saying? Because yes, that Jan that January, I, I felt like if I didn't change that day, I was going to die. If I didn't make a change and decide to do something about myself, that I was going to die. And this lifestyle has proven to me that keto works if you work it. Yeah. And so that's, that's where I'm at now. That's where I'm at now. I'm, I want to spread the word and tell everybody about keto and to tell them my testimony. You know, I want, I want to go and just tell men and, and help men and, and coach them and, and coach women too, especially that have diabetes and just let them know this thing real and it works. It works for us. All we got to do is put our faith in ourselves, believe in ourselves and do it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I agree completely. And I just have to add, and to add on to that before we wrap up, uh, I usually do like a wellness uh, check-in with my, with my fraternity brothers every week. And one of the things that I uh, covered is going to go get checked out. I asked them, you know, how often do you go to the doctor? Do you usually go to your yearly visits and anything? And it's the same thing. A lot of them are scared of going because they don't want to find out if anything is wrong. They don't want to get on any medications. They don't want to do this. And I'm, and I'm not going to make them feel bad. I work in the healthcare field and I, you know, help patients every single day. And I, and when they ask me when I'm in pain, they're like, Hey, Dave, you want to go get checked out with us? I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Because I, it's just ingrained. I don't know if it's just something within men, you know, we don't need to see signs of weakness. We don't need to do this. I don't know what the stigma is, but you're absolutely right. We need to actually get out get the word out, talk about how important it is just to get your health done. And yeah, it's just as simple as eating right, taking the time to make sure that what you're putting into your body is the right thing so that way you can have the healthy lifestyle that you have. And then the added benefit is you get the weight loss, but the even better benefit is that you get a healthier outcome for your day and a healthier outcome for your life. Longevity is what we're looking for in the long run. And when I say your story, your drive, just to hear the passion that you have for it, man, you don't know how much I need to hear you today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You really just don't know how much with, uh, with what you're saying is what I needed to hear from me. So thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the opportunity to share some, some of your story, some of your journey with me. And I really want to continue, and I'm going to continue to follow and support you, period. I just need to add. I'm just on, on, <laughs> on the backside of things. The the how you how you do your posts and all that other stuff, the technical stuff. I'm horrible at it, <laughs> so I'm probably I'm gonna have to pick your brain <laughs> on how to make on how to make my posts look a whole lot more interesting than no, what they do. No man, listen, listen. I'm shooting in the dark with that stuff. I hey, mean, you shoot you shooting right though. I'm gonna tell you like that. You were shooting right because your message and how you do your things is phenomenal. Just the look. Your work speaks for itself. You're doing a fantastic job. If nobody hasn't told you or if everybody else has told you, the work that you're doing is a fantastic job. The message that you're putting out there is second to none. And I, and, and I tip my hat to you. You know, you're doing fantastic work. And if and in any way that I can support you, I have no problems doing it. 
to get to help you get your message out, even though you're doing a fantastic job all you by yourself without me at all. Man, you're just doing it. And I and I and I applaud you. I tip my hat off to you and I thank you for doing the work and sharing your story with the world the way that you do, man. You you are you are helping people. You are. You truly are. Well, I, I think at the end of the day, that's what we have to look at. We and I say this a lot on Clubhouse, uh, we have to look at helping people because somebody helped me. And so now all I want to do is pay it forward. So through me having the rooms on Clubhouse and I have a new club that I made myself uh, called the Keto Dog House. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'll be holding rooms in there and also uh, putting some of my podcast episodes on there too, even live podcast episodes. And just being able to use whatever platform I can, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok. I mean, a lot of that stuff, I ain't, I'm shooting in the dark, I'm telling you. you you're, I appreciate yeah. what you say. I'm shooting in the dark, man. I'm just trying to get stuff right, try to just do it, you know, but I'm looking at just sharing my message and letting people know that, you know, this lifestyle is real and it works. And that's what my podcast is all about. Um, it's called Off the Chain Dog uh, Podcast. And I know you're like, what does that mean? <laughs> well, first of all, everyone's no I'm known for saying dog all the time. Like I'll come into the room and I'll be like, what's up, dog? You know what I'm saying? And I actually <laughs> yeah. stole that from Tommy from Martin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I used to love watching Martin and seeing Tommy say, yeah, dog. You know, so I just go around and just <laughs> do imitating Tommy. <laughs> yeah. You know, rest in peace of soul. You know, he's yes, passed yes, on, yes, but. I just like I just like that catchphrase for myself. So I say it all the time, even before keto, way before keto. So I started really looking at the word dog and I started spelling it D-A-W-G, not knowing what I was doing for real. Yeah. And so first of all, off the chain has the meaning you know that I made as far as I'm off of the chains of the chains of my past, you know, the chains of depression. You know, the chains of uh, doubt, unbelief, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, the doubt of negative, uh, you know, and toxic uh, behaviors, you know, you know, off the chain. And DOG is actually an acronym, and this really is D-A-W-G, and that's mm -hmm. doing all with God. Because that first day that I decided to change, I did it with God. So I said, if I can't do it with God, I'm not doing it at all. Yes, so that's what that acronym means right there. So I've taken that podcast to share my story, share my journey, share my updates, the good and the bad, the ugly, and also yes, to bring on guests, you know what I'm saying? Be able to share their ketogenic journey and what they're doing in the ketogenic space and to talk about different things, mindset, you know what I'm saying? And talk about food and talk about you know, the mental part of keto, the ups and downs, you know, we, we want to unpack a lot of stuff on the mental side as well as the physical side and everything. We want to unpack a lot of stuff. So it's going to be a great podcast. We're just, I'm just launching. So I'm, I'm, if you look, it's probably two episodes on there, maybe three. So yeah. we're just going with that and just rolling and just seeing what happens. But I wanted to always do a podcast but never knew what it was going to be about until I got into keto until these things start happening in my life and so now I can use this platform to share my story as far as and all social media 
So that's what I'm doing now, just trying to share my story and let people know that keto really works if you work it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. and I did get the one that you sent me. I did get that. So I am going to check that, and I'm going to, if I could, if I could go ahead and plug yours too uh, later on in the episode so that way, one, they can start to follow you as well and make sure that they check you out everywhere that I go. So I'll plug you and I'll follow them to my social media as well, if that's okay with you. Oh, that's fine, man. The more people know, the better, because I feel like this. You never know who you're helping out there. I had a blind woman uh, text me, and um, she's able to, they got technology now where something and they can, you know, it, it you know. Yeah, it'll read it out and, to them, yeah. Yes, and so she really said that I was her hero. And I was like, me? I said, I ain't nobody, <laughs> you know, but she was like, I was her hero and she really just wanted to hear my voice. So if nothing else, I'm doing this podcast for her because we're so blessed to be able to have so much. And we have other people that don't have what we have and they are still happy and trying to be content. And I was like, this woman wants to hear my voice, so I have to do it. And so I send her my podcast episodes whenever I do. Yeah. So she can hear them, you know what I'm saying? And that makes her happy. So you never know who you're going to touch, like you said, with your voice. Yeah. Um, I'm not trying to be big or famous or nothing, but I do want to share my story and tell everybody about this lifestyle. I think that's my responsibility because it's done so much for me. So why should I sit back and not say nothing? I've got no other choice but to tell everybody about what has happened and how this lifestyle has changed my life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, I'm so happy I finally got a chance to talk to you. I'm so happy I finally got a chance to talk to you, man. I truly, this is this has helped me. This has helped me. I'm serious. Man, thank you. Thank you again for taking the time to talk with me. Do you have any shout-outs, any plugs that you want to make um, before we before we wrap up? Nah. Well, I'll say this. Uh, you know, you guys go visit Clubhouse. Um, there are so many keto communities out there. The Keto Diet Club, um, Keto for the Soul, Keto Saved My Life, Keto University, the Keto Recovery. Um, that I can't think off the top of my brain, the Keto Man Cave. We're trying to get that going for the men. You know, okay. so we're working on that. You know what I'm saying? The keto man cave. So we're doing that. So um and even my clubhouse was just got started, uh, you know, the keto dog house. <laughs> I I guess I think I'm Snoopy over there with Charlie Brown or something. I don't know. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's 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 all good, you know what I'm saying? And this and if you need some help, that app is free right now. You guys just download it. It's a wealth of knowledge and information. Yes, sir. And it really can help you with, you know, motivating you and getting you going. I mean, it's something that you guys can have access to. And like I said, you can follow me on my most of my social media platforms, Triple J the Keto Dog. Um, I'm going to get started on YouTube later. Okay. So I'm, wor I'm working on that, working on that. So, yeah, so I'm just playing around with some stuff, but I'm just trying to do whatever I can to share my message. Well, awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you again for coming. Oh, and everybody else, oh, uh, make sure you check out his the Off the Chain Dog Podcast, D-A-W-G. All right, so check him out, all social media parts, just like he said. Listen to this man's story. He's doing amazing things. He's doing 
fantastic, amazing things to help spread the word about keto. Brothers, men, check this man's message out. We got to do better. We're taking care of our health. Our health is key. If we're going to be leaders and leaders for the next generation, we got to be here in order to lead so that way we can take care of our families and take care of the ones that we love. So take care of your health. Your health is important because you only have one life. And so, and everybody needs you. Okay. So anything else that you want to say? Well, I'll do this thing that I do pretty much on clubhouse Let's get it. <laughs> at Let's the get it. end of my clothes. <clears throat> I am your K-E-T-O heavyweight champion of the world. And I'm done speaking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. Guys, and everybody. dude, and, and dude, so people won't be like, well, what is that? So it's just so they won't be doing that. I put my whole journey uh, as a wrestling match. And anybody that knows me knows I'm a big wrestling fan. But yes. I actually use this as a wrestling match, this whole journey, this whole fight that I have to do. And I have to be a champion every day. I have to get up. Yeah. I have to win. You know, and sometimes you don't win every time every time. Sometimes you get beat, your title get took. But yeah. you can have a rematch. You go in there and you get your title back. And that's what I tell myself. I have to be a champion. I have to win every day at this ketogenic lifestyle journey, I have to. So that's where the whole champion of the world thing comes from, because that's what I started. I had to become something different. Self-esteem, I didn't I have any confidence and everything before keto, but now I say, hey, uh-uh, I'm the heavyweight champion of the world, and yeah. I'm gonna win every day that I wake up. Every day I wake up breathing, living, one more day. I am a champion and you have to speak life and speak faith into yourself. Even when nobody else decides to say anything to you or want to pat you on the back, you have to pack yourself on the back. When people don't pour into you, you have to pour into yourself yes, sir. because yes, there sir. will be a day where nobody to pour into you. But as long as you believe in yourself, nothing can stop you. And that is my final word. Yes, sir. thank you for putting that, that period on the end of that sentence. Yes, sir. All right, so as we say here on the Keto Number One podcast, as I close, people will forget your face. People will forget your voice. They may even forget your name, but they'll never forget the good things that you've done to them and how you've improved their life. Thank you all again for tuning in to an episode of the Keto Number One podcast. I am your host, Daniel, your Keto EMT here with none other, none other, excuse me, than Triple J, the Keto Dog, signing off. Y'all have a great evening. Thank you all, and good night.